Hello and welcome to the Fully Free Podcast with your host, Taylor Lee. This is the podcast to get raw and real about running an online business, living life as an entrepreneur, and figuring it all out as you go. After creating seven figures in my first three years as a coach and doing what I love every single day, I truly believe that you deserve the money, joy, and life of your dreams. I hope to inspire you with weekly episodes on money, marketing, life, and all things online business. All right, let's dive in to this week's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Fully Free Podcast. I'm so excited to have Kelly on here today. She is actually um, technically the owner, right, of the the co-owner of the (laughs) bookkeeping company that I have. And also, she has helped me with some coaching on profitability and all that stuff in my business. And I just, I'm so excited to have her on because I know so many people need to be working on this stuff. So we're going to talk about, you know, being profitable in your business, paying yourself, saving for taxes, managing your money, all of that stuff that I know so many people are interested in and aren't doing yet, unfortunately, but we'll fix that. So anyway, hi, Callie. Thank you so much for being here. I'm, I'm just so excited to have you on. I'm excited to be here. I love this podcast. So I have been like itching to get on. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Thank you. Um, so how about we start with this? Can you introduce yourself? Tell us who you are and also tell us a little bit about your company as well. Yeah. Okay. So as you said, my name is Callie. My last name is C-Tech. Everyone always has trouble with that one. Um, but I co-own the Radical Profits Club with my business partner, Crystal Atkinson. And um, we actually just started this business in 2020. But before that, I had my previous business, which was just bookkeeping, um, and that was called The Smart Keep. And Crystal actually came on and started working um, as a contractor, and we hit it off so well, and we became like business best friends. And we were like, hey, I have this crazy idea. What do you think about pairing up and doing this business together that's more than just bookkeeping. And it was funny because I said that to her and then she was like, oh my gosh, I was thinking the exact same thing. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So that's how we got started. And of course we still do bookkeeping, um, but we are starting to pivot a little bit. We're still, we're still doing bookkeeping. We're still taking bookkeeping clients. We still definitely believe that that is needed, but we're also pivoting to be um, looking more towards what can your finances do for your business more than just staying compliant for tax season? Um, so, you know, making your business more profitable so that you can a save for taxes. So you're not freaked out at tax time, but also pay yourself more so that you can actually get out of your business, what you started it for in the first place. Um, which for a lot of people, that's different things. For some people, that's more freedom. For some people, that's just, hey, I need more money uh, so I can do all the things that I love to do or you know, more time to be with my family or whatever that is. So that's kind of the direction we're going now is how can we use money to be the grease for all of the cogs in your life of, of your values, the ways that you want to be living. 
I love that. And I love that I've kind of like been able to watch this happen because when I first hired you, you didn't have Crystal on the team, right? Nope. Yeah. I love, (laughs) it's been so cool to watch because you guys, I mean, I'll just tell the people you're my third whatever you want to call you guys, bookkeeping, accounting, taxi people and that I've had on my team. And I've had you guys on the longest and it's just been such a good experience. And I love that you guys, you get the online and coaching industry, you're women. So you get that and you really, I mean, you just made, nothing seems as complicated as it used to seem. It just seems like so simple, so easy And it's also much bigger picture than just like, okay, here's what you made. Here's what you spent. And here's all the money you owe the government. (laughs) It's like so much deeper than that, which I I just so appreciate and love. So yeah, let's dive into this. So, I mean, I know like I'm working with clients and I'm helping them make more money. So I'm seeing that there are a lot of women who really have no clue what to even do with this money that they're making. And I find that they Mm -hmm. typically all pretty much feel bad with what they are doing with it just because they don't know if they're doing the right thing. So there's like so much shame. Do you see that too? Oh yeah. Um, and, and here's the really sad thing is that most people believe they're the only ones who feel that way or that they're the only ones who don't know how to manage their money. But literally I would say probably 95% of people who come to us actually don't know what they're doing. Um, and so it's very common, even the people who look like they know what they're doing most of the times don't. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. it's very common. Um, and most people are just kind of like flying by the seat of their pants and, um, you know, that, that works for a lot of things for like, because I am a true believer in like following your intuition and, um, really doing like what you feel called to do and things like that. And like, sometimes there's going to be expenses that are really big and you're like, Oh my gosh, this scares the crap out of me, but I'm going to do it anyway. Um, but on the other side, I do know that money, money is this funny thing. It's like, everybody thinks they know how it works. Like, okay, I make money, I spend money, but there's this whole deeper level that a lot of people don't even realize. And so most people are just kind of throwing all their money into one bank account or maybe two. And then they're just sort of making decisions based on how much is in the bank account. So if they have more money, like you're talking about, if they're working with you and they're making more money, a lot of people think that that's going to solve the problem of why they don't have any money. And what Mm -hmm. I've seen is it just kind of exponentially grows. So like, as you make more money, you have so much more potential to be more profitable, to get paid more, all of these things. But if you don't actually fix it, the underlying um, money management issues and make money work the way you want it to, the problems just actually grow. (laughs) So I've seen people who have their money together and are making $80,000 a year in revenue be more profitable than someone making $2 million a year. Yeah, I know. That's so crazy. (laughs) It's so important that you're looking at this. And even the reason why I even worked with you on a deeper level than we were working on before for a little while was I really just believe that what you focus on grows. And I've noticed that. And I I know you and I have talked about this where it's like when I kind of, I have a system that I don't, I feel like I don't have to be so on top on or on top of, but I feel like when I really lean back with it and I'm not thinking about it at all, it's like, wait, I'm making good money. Like, where is it? (laughs) And then as soon as I really start to focus on it and make sure like, 
you know, my ducks are in a row. I'm, I'm actually saving like, you know, um, intentionally saving for the taxes, intentionally paying myself. Then it's like, Oh, my bank accounts are growing. The taxes are no big deal. And it's just, it's so good. So I totally agree with what you're saying. A lot of my students and clients will tend to think like, okay, once I start making 10 K a month or 20 K a month, then I'll start like actually paying myself consistently, actually paying for taxes. Um, I think that's such a common belief. So let's start. I mean, if you think there's a better place to start, let me know, but let's just start with paying yourself. Right. Because there's so many people making a lot of money in their business and they're not, they're either just kind of spending however they're just not paying attention to it, or they're not really paying themselves anything. So for that type of person, what's their first step? How do you pay yourself? Maybe your income fluctuates. Maybe you feel like you don't have enough. Like what is the first step here? Yeah. So actually when I talk about people paying themselves, everybody sort of falls on a spectrum. So there are going to be the people who don't pay themselves enough. There are also going to be people who pay themselves too much. Mm. Um, and then there's people kind of in the middle who are usually they're kind of driven by fear because they're like, I don't want to pay myself too much, but I don't want to pay myself too little. Um, but rarely does anybody feel just like, okay, I'm confident that I can pay myself this much. I can afford to pay myself this much. I know this is how much I can pay myself. I know that if I make this much more money, I can, you know, give myself a raise. Um, and so everybody's just kind of like, like trepidly stepping forward. And they're like, I don't really know. Um, so for people who aren't paying themselves enough, usually it's because their expenses are too high. And so like this used to be me. So when I owned my bookkeeping business before, even though I hit six figures, I was only paying myself like $400 a month because Mm. my expenses were like 80% of my revenue. (laughs) And so I was also saving for taxes and there was nothing left over for me. Um, And that's, that's not a good place to be in because you're the owner and you should be getting paid well for all of the work that you're putting into the business. Um, so usually what people have to do is kind of evaluate their expenses. And a lot of times there's things that they don't actually need for the place in business that they are in. Um, so like I've seen people who are, you know, they're making $50,000 a year and they have really expensive software, like, infusion soft or something. And I'm like, well, that's really cool. Cause it's going to grow with you, but you probably could have gotten away with like convert kit or something that costs you $30 <laughs> a month uh, versus 200 and whatever. Um, so that's usually things we try to work on. I've worked on, I've worked with someone who was, um, she was just getting ready to go over the six figures and she loves sending her clients cards. And so she had signed up for this like card service that sent people um, like handwritten notes and they were like, it was some ridiculous number, like $40 or maybe it was $80 a month. It was something like that. And I was like, okay, here's a thought. Why don't you hire a teenager in your town (laughs) to Mm -hmm. be your contractor who has nice handwriting? We'll write these notes. You can get them like bulk printed. You can even get your logo put on them, get a handful of cards for like 10 bucks, pay this person even 10 bucks an hour. This is a couple of years ago, but even 10 bucks an hour is better than they would get working at like Donald's. As long as they have good handwriting. Okay. They can do the job and you can save like I don't know, $70 a month. (laughs) Right. So 
there are all of these creative ways um, that you can look at it. Usually what happens though is people just aren't paying attention. So they are, they get into like some kind of subscription thing that they don't use anymore. And then it just continues to come out and come out and come out and they don't even realize it. Um, mm-hmm. Then the, yeah, <laughs> then the flip side is people who pay themselves too much. And these people, sometimes their income will be as much as 80% of the revenue. And so then there's never any money for, investments that are going to help their business move forward. Um, you know, they're, they're the ones who aren't saving for taxes. And so when tax time comes, because they took all of that revenue out and didn't spend any of it on expenses, their net income is really high. Net income is your revenue minus your expenses. And net income, you can kind of think of it as like taxable income. So they end up owing taxes on all this money that they made, but they didn't save anything. They used it all on their lifestyle and now there's no money to pay taxes. And so that they get in the bind and they end up in debt with the IRS and it's a whole big deal. Um, so in that case, usually people just need to evaluate their, their personal spending and maybe cut their paycheck a little more. Or if they're more of an expansive thinker, how can I make more money, but I don't need to pay myself more as I make more. <laughs> Does that make sense? Totally. It makes, it makes perfect sense. And I feel like especially people in, in the mindset world and manifestation world, which I know you and Crystal totally get. I think some of this can be kind of hard to hear because it's like, well, who cares about $40? I can, I can make that. It's, it, it doesn't feel abundant to like worry about that. But I, even at the amount of money I make now making multiple six figures a year, multiple five figures a month, every month I go through every single thing that I am charged for and I just evaluate it. Even it's like, yeah, it's even spending on food, right? It's like, there are times where it's like, wow, I went out to eat at all these cool places with my husband and my best friend. And that felt so good. That's abundance. And then sometimes it's like, Taylor, yes. you really went through the drive through one too many times. Like, <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter how much money you make. I think you can still find a lot of value in that. And sometimes I'm like, wait, why did iTunes charge me $12 for something? Like, $12 isn't really affecting me, but I, again, I think the more you're focusing on your, your money and, and treating it well and making sure it's not like, you know, even if it's not being wasted, it's like, if I don't even know what I bought, maybe I should like pay more attention to what I'm buying. Right. Like just little yes. things like that, I find really help. And I also think with what you're saying about, um, maybe the person who just needs to start making more money. Like I find when I'm looking at what am I paying myself? Where are my bank accounts at? What do I have in savings? I let that really motivate me. So yeah, I Mm -hmm. may be cutting things here and there, um, but I'm also like, okay, I do want to be paying myself more or I do want my profit higher or I do want to be able to invest more. Okay, that, that gives me more of a reason to make more where it does start to feel kind of like, you know, we can feel selfish or crazy if we want to be making five figures, multiple five figures a month. And I'm sure you see this in your business too. I mean, you have a partnership, right? So it's like, yeah. Oh wait, we have to split it in half. Really that, yeah. Those numbers aren't really that crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're actually very realistic. Like you guys need to be making that right. Yeah. And so, so going back to your point about the um, manifesting though, like coming from that perspective, that's actually one thing that makes us kind of unique because most people who are working in money and bookkeeping and things like that, they are looking at it purely from a number standpoint. And they're going to say, well, that's, they might even say like, that's, well, that's stupid to think that way, but we don't, mm-hmm. we don't see it that way. Um, you know, we see it like, okay, yeah, it's just $40, but think of it this way. 
this is one of the, this is one of the ways money works. Like, sure, there's always more that you can get. There is. But once it's in your pocket, the $40 is $40. And so you get to choose whether you want that to go pay for these cards or like, let's say that it was $10 to pay someone else. So you can decide, okay, I want to pay $40 for the ease of having this app that will send this card for me. Or I want to be abundant with my money and I want to create a job for a kid in my town to now have a, an easy job where they make pocket money. And as I grow, they'll grow. And also now I get to put $30 back in my pocket. And so to me, that is abundant because that means, okay, how am I getting as much money into my pocket to fund my life based on my values as I want? And like you were talking about with going out to eat, everybody's values are different. So what I've also noticed is that a lot of people, as they make more money, they just kind of blow through it and they don't really think about where the money's going. So like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I see this so much, like someone who goes from making, I don't know, like $50,000 to all of a sudden making $100,000. And then they're still like, where did my money go? I don't have any money. And it's usually because as you make more money, your expenses will grow too. But unless you're being really proactive and paying attention to what you're spending money on, you might start spending money on things that don't actually make you feel fulfilled. And like, you're really living the life that you dreamed of versus if you actually pay attention and you say, okay, I value travel. I value travel. So what I'm going to do is as I make more money, any extra money that I make, I'm going to put it in the savings account and I'm going to save up for this, you know, amazing trip that I've been thinking about, which obviously right now that's kind of hard to do, but in the future, I know all this Mm -hmm. is going to go away and I'm going to go on this insane trip. And so I am going to save for it now because I want to experience that later. And to me, that is what's so cool about money and what you can do with it. I love that. I love that so much. Um, do you have like, if not, it's totally fine, but I'm curious, like for somebody that maybe feels like clueless on what to pay themselves or where their expenses should be, things like that. Have you found that there's a, a good range for people to be at in terms of maybe like it's a percentage an amount, or maybe there's a way that they can find that? Yeah. So, um, it's kind of hard to say because every business is different and every business has different things going on. Um, but I would say you probably work mostly with online businesses, right? Coaches. Yeah. Lots of coaches. Okay. Yeah. So for coaches, you have this incredible opportunity to be so profitable because you don't have the constraints that a lot of in-person businesses have, like, you know, the overhead of rent for a large building or all of the utilities that come along with that. Um, the staff to, you know, fill this building and help the customers. So you're already starting out with this huge advantage. And now it's just a matter of whether or not you're going to take that advantage. So the goal that I usually have for people when they're in an online business is for them to be making 50% of their revenue as the owner. Yeah. Um, if, you're in a, if you're in a case like Crystal and I, that becomes 25% because we equal 50% together. Um, but that's mm-hmm. a perfect place to start for the owner pay. Um, and a lot of people that feels that might be a cut for you. Or a lot of people that might be like, I have no idea how in the world I would pay myself that much. <laughs> but um, the point of the percentage is that you can move slowly towards that goal instead of just like snapping your fingers and being there. 
Exactly. So I would say, (laughs) no, I I think that's perfect. I think that's perfect right now because it's like, you can see where you're at, right? Like what am I paying myself, you know, and what am I spending? See where your percentages are at. And then if that 50% sounds good, start moving towards that. And what's cool that I've seen in my business is sometimes that is moving money around, making different financial decisions. And then sometimes the motivation of like, just, it gives me the motivation to make more. And sometimes that does solve it. But like you said, it's only going to solve it if you're doing that intentionally, not just like, okay, once I make more money, I don't have to deal with this. Right. Right. Yeah. It's, it's very much like, I mean, you could look at it logically and you could like, you know, have spreadsheets and we do have spreadsheets that help you along the way, but to some degree is a little bit of like ebb and flow and being willing to just let the money move the way that it's going to move, but also directing it with your percentages and in the direction that you want to go versus just like putting a blindfold on and letting it take care of itself. Cause that doesn't work. <laughs> mm-hmm. So there is a way there is a way to like stay in that abundance mindset, but also be looking at the numbers um, in a very, I don't know, I guess fluid way would be the best way to say it because you don't want to be so strict. Like let's say that someone did want to invest with you and you know, I know that your one-on-one is considerably higher than like buying a course of yours, for instance. And so there might be one month where they have to decide like, okay, I'm willing to take, I'm willing to take a pay cut for a month or two in order to afford this investment because I know that the return on investment is going to be so high. I know that this is going to push me into that next level. But the very fact of having that idea in their mind, like I'm going to take a, I'm going to take a pay cut so that I can do this investment or I'm going to, I have to make this money. Like this is going to work. It actually brings about this whole awareness of money that most people don't have because most people are just like, well, I'm just going to hope, I'm going to hope it works out, you know? And um, they don't really realize where they're pulling from when they decide to do that. But it can actually be a really great thing. Like, like even growing your business. Like for instance, sometimes um, the way this works, like, Crystal and I just hired a lot of team members because we're growing and we needed help. And so we had to have this discussion and say like, okay, are we willing to take a pay cut for a moment so that we can grow? And the answer was yes. We ended up not having to because we continue to grow, but we did have a moment where we were like, are we willing to take this? And we said, yes, because we want, this is what we want. We want to grow. This is the investment that we want to make. And so for us, it was an easy decision. Um, But just having that awareness puts you into a whole other level in terms of understanding your money than just saying, okay, I have this much in the bank. I guess I'm going to do this now. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. And you feel very out of control when you're doing it that way. Right. Where it's like, you know, it's hard to decide, is it right? Is it not? Where is it going to come from? What is it going to mean? What if it doesn't work? Whereas, you know, just with that example of you and Crystal making that decision, it was like, this, excuse me, this is what it could possibly mean. Like we, we may have to take a pay cut. Is that worth it right now? Sometimes it is, sometimes it's not depending on the situation. Right. And so, and then what's cool is like you made that decision, which some people don't, they don't want to, they're like, no, I want to make more. Well, you can, that's great. But I, I love, 
you and I are so on the same page here. Cause it's like, you made that decision that you were willing to take a pay cut, but then you didn't even need to. Yeah. <laughs> so like being smart and responsible with your money and thinking of things in that type of logical way does not mean that you cannot also be creating and manifesting and having a mindset of abundance and growth and overflow as well. I'm always thinking both ways all the time. Like I find people are so resistant to it, but I'm like, okay, if my business, my thing just fell out my headphone. (laughs) Good thing I have an editor. If my business stopped making money, then what happens? Like I know what that would look like, but my business has not been on that trajectory at all. So just because you're thinking smart and logical doesn't mean that you're also not able to just like do incredible things with your money. Absolutely. And you know what it also doesn't mean? It also doesn't mean that it's going to pull you away from the abundance mindset. If anything, I think it actually expands your ability to freely move into that space. Cause I know for me, like if I start trying to grip things too tightly or trying to like make things work versus just staying in like a very flowy state and um, trying to keep open like my creativity and I like, I don't work well with um, like deadlines and things. I like to, I like to just kind of like move freely through the world. So for me, having the money taken care of means that I get to do that. It means that I don't have to grip so tightly. It means that I know exactly what's going on with the money. I know that it's taken care of. And honestly, like we don't even have to spend that much time on it each month. It takes like two minutes a week, but mm-hmm. <laughs> like just the fact that I don't have to grip tightly to the money and making sure that it's working constantly or like worrying that means that I can go into that place of flow and abundance and I can know that good things are coming and I can, I'm free to create and make new things because I don't have to worry about that because I took a moment to look at it logically. We have a system set up now. It's all working for us. It only takes about two minutes a week, honestly. And now I can just flow. And that's what I love. (laughs) I love that too. I really do. Um, Taxes. I want to talk about this. I want to make sure we get this in. A lot of people hate taxes. I know a lot of people are behind on taxes and really struggle to save for them. What is a good process and or mindset here so that taxes can feel like not a big deal? Because I know that's where I'm at. And I just, I wish everybody felt like that about taxes. Like they were covered, no big deal, just a part of business. Yeah. So this is another one of those topics where everybody like, falls somewhere on the spectrum and everybody has different stories about taxes and all depends on where you came from. Like Mm -hmm. when I was younger, uh, my dad is a business owner too, and he got audited and we ended up owing a lot in back taxes. And so that's actually what got me started in bookkeeping because it was because our bookkeeping wasn't correct that we ended up owing all that money in taxes. Um, So for me, it was motivational to like, hey, let's get this in gear. But I've always, it still always created this fear inside me. And I think that's what a lot of people have when it comes to taxes is this fear that they're going to owe all this money. They're not going to be able to pay it. um, And that can create a lot of contraction around it because they're, they're just feeling tons of fear and they don't really know what to do with it. But if you can move into a place of thinking of taxes as no big deal, 
like you're talking about, it becomes so much easier. And we're to that place now because we have the system in place. I know that the money is there to pay for it. So I don't have to worry about it. So I would say probably one of the best things that you can possibly do is save for taxes because it takes mm-hmm. away that fear that you're not going to have the money to pay for it. But also a lot of people have this idea that they're being like, I don't know. It's a very pervasive idea that taxes are wrongfully taken from them mm-hmm. um, and that that's their money that's being taken. And they feel very like frustrated with that. And so I can't really, you know, make you change your mind about that. But I can say that feeling that way isn't actually going to change anything. At the end of the day, you're still going to owe the taxes. So instead of feeling upset about it, if you can work on changing your mindset to, okay, what do these taxes do for me? These taxes pay for me to have nice roads. These taxes pay, you know, if your kids go to public school, they pay for that. They pay the teachers. They pay, um, the fire departments, they pay police, they pay the health departments. Um, and that's a way that I've helped a lot of people come around to the idea that, okay, I'm actually helping society by paying these taxes. And when they can reframe it that way, they're okay with letting that money go. Um, so that's, that's another, that's a whole other issue, but once you once you're okay with that money not being yours, if you can just start to train yourself to think, okay, this tax money, it's not even mine. So I don't I don't need to use it. I never need to borrow from my taxes. I need to save for it and just pretend like it doesn't exist because that money is not mine. Then you will be so much better off. Because the other tendency is to save for taxes. And then if you get in a bind with your money to go take money from the savings and use it. Mm-hmm. But that gets you in a whole other situation where you might end up using all of the money and not having any money left over to pay taxes. So, um, you know, there are a lot of different, uh, like, formulas for people to figure out how much they should be saving. But honestly, most people are good with saving, let's say, I tell people either 15% or 20%. 15% if you're willing to not have money and, like, have to figure out where that last little bit's going to come from at tax time. 20% if you want to know without a shadow of a doubt that you're going to have all of the money to pay for your taxes and maybe get to give yourself a tax refund. Yes. And, and that is, yeah, that's off of every, all the cash you're bringing in into your business. Take 20% yes. of that, put it into another account. And yes, even I have my tax account in a bank that is not connected to what I spend in. So it's a couple extra steps. If I did have the temptation to take money out of there <laughs> and give it back to myself, I would really have to think about it because it does take a couple extra steps. So I really suggest that. And then, you know, if you have a team member helping you with that, they can just have that access to send those payments for you or however you want to work it, but open up an account. It's usually free anyway, put your money in there. Do not use it. I just, yeah, I, I just know it. like the more behind you get on your taxes, the more stressful it's going to be, the more oh, yeah. like up to date you are on it, the in better shape you're going to be. And if you have to put, I know the feeling of being like, oh wow, that's a lot of money. But then it's like, okay, now I have the motivation to go make it back because yeah, I had, you know, a 50 K month, but X amount just went 20% of that just went into taxes. Okay. So now I have motivation that I actually get to make more if I need to and want to, you know what I mean? 
Yeah. But you also don't have to have that fear of like, okay, I made $50,000 multiple months and now I'm going to owe the taxes on that. And I don't have the money sitting there to go. That is so much more stressful, but just knowing that, that it's already sitting there, you're good. Yeah. You can focus on the future. You don't have to think about the past anymore. Uh, yeah. That would be very stressful. Please save for your taxes, everyone. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, I always recommend the 20% because there is no better feeling than tax time coming and whoever you're having do your taxes say, this is the amount you owe. And you're like, Oh my gosh, I have all the money to pay for it. And I get to give myself a tax refund. That feels so good. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, exactly. Having extra and not having to be like, Oh great. Now to come up with another, however many thousand dollars. Yes. Yeah, so it's very freeing. I, Yes. And I know taxes are different for everyone. And we have people in all the states, very, we have Australians and Canadians and, you know, people in the UK and the U S so we won't go into detail of, of all of that, but I'm curious. Um, this is kind of one of my final questions and then we'll hear a little bit about what you guys have going on, but what do you think is necessary to have on your team? Like, a bookkeeper, an accountant, like I know a lot of people are doing it all themselves and it's so stressful. I'd love to hear from you, someone who does it, who would you suggest they get on their team? Yeah. So I, I guess it depends on where you are in your business because Mm -hmm. if you want to have a good bookkeeper, there are tons of bookkeepers out there, but if you want a good bookkeeper, they're going to charge more. Um, I'm sure that you can find someone locally who's going to charge you like 10 to $11 an hour. And we get people coming to us all the time who went that route and their books are a freaking mess. I mean, they are just a nightmare. And so I would not recommend that route. (laughs) Um, But for people who aren't quite yet to the point where they can really afford a good bookkeeper, I personally, I don't see anything wrong with doing it yourself. Um, We're actually going to be coming up with a course for QuickBooks really soon. So people can learn how to do it themselves who aren't quite ready for the investment of a bookkeeper ongoing. Um, So they can at least have it going the right way. But once you get to a certain point, and I would say this point's probably around the, hmm, I guess it really depends on you, but usually it's around the $75,000 range. Um, That's when people are like, okay, I'm done with this. I am putting this off. I hate doing it. I really just need somebody else to do it. That's usually when people are ready to hire a bookkeeper. And that's actually a great place to start because you're making enough money where you can afford the investment and you can really start looking at your money. And that way you can jump over the, <laughs> the six figure line pretty easily because you actually can see what's going on with your money. Um, the other person that you'll need on your team is someone to do your taxes. And so a lot of people are like, okay, so I need a CPA for that. Well, if you want a CPA, you can certainly find a CPA. They will do your taxes. They'll be able to, you know, go um, represent you in front of the IRS if you ever have any issues or anything like that. But there's also another type of tax preparer that a lot of people don't know about, and that is an enrolled agent. They go by EA for short. And they will usually, um, they're not they're not a CPA. So they did not go to college for four years to get an accounting degree and then take the CPA course, but they did have to go through rigorous training and take a very hard test to become an EA. And as an EA, they can also do your taxes and 
represent you in front of the IRS. So they can pretty much do the same things, but usually they charge considerably less. And a lot of times, I won't say that always, sometimes they will charge more, but a lot of times they, what I have found is, I shouldn't put a, I shouldn't put a blanket statement on this. I will say it is important to find an accountant or a tax preparer or an EA, someone who really wants to help you understand what's going on so that if you ask them questions, they can explain it to you in human terms instead of talking to you in like accounting jargon that you have no idea what they're talking about. I feel like that's really important because a lot of people don't really know anything about taxes and these people have gone to school for it. They know about it and they can help you be proactive and save on taxes if you get the right person. But if you get the wrong person and you become just a number, then there's probably things that are going to get missed. And so you may not have all the information that you need to like to even give to them. You may not know what all you need to give to them. Um, so it's kind of important to find the right person there. <sighs> yeah, totally. I agree. I've had, I've had the wrong people a few times. <laughs> And I felt like a number before. So I'm just so thankful for you and Crystal now, like, especially since she's joined, it's just been like so amazing. And I feel like I understand so much more. We, we haven't had any issues with all the tax stuff. And you guys, like, if you think I don't get it, I do get how stressful it can be. And Callie knows I've gotten my fair share of like things we've had to fix letters in the mail, so much stressful stuff, like barely getting my taxes in on time. But now that is not an issue. And um, yeah, it's been really great. So for people that are listening that maybe are like, okay, how do I hire you? Or even just like, how do I like stay in touch? Where can they follow you? Just kind of stay in the loop with what, what you've got going on. And what if they're listening to this and they do feel like they do want to work with you guys in some way? Yeah. Um, okay. So our website is radicalprofitsclub.com and that's where you can sign up to work with us if you want to do bookkeeping with us. Um, We are currently in the middle of running our Stop Hiding, Start Loving Your Money um, program and that's where we teach people how to do their, like how to set up all the money systems in their business and make it start flowing. Um, So we're not running that currently, but we are going to in the future and we're hoping to turn that into a DIY course as well. So for people who need it at a lower price point, we want people to be able to get started with that early in their business so that it grows as they make more money. Um, and then, like I said, we're also coming out with a QBO course, QuickBooks online course. Sorry. (laughs) I always call it QBO, uh, in the future, but none of those things are available quite yet. So if you want to follow us, we are on Facebook and we will put updates there. Um, honestly, up to this point, we have, we have grown our business so much from referrals because we have clients who love us and they, you know, tell people about us that we haven't even had to build out like a marketing system. So now that we're hiring people, we're finally getting to that. So just stick with us. Well, it'll come. <laughs> I love <laughs> I love it. Just guys, just reach out to her. <laughs> yes. We're so like we're so like not um I, Sometimes people are like, oh, I'm surprised that you responded to me. And I'm like, why? I'm here. I can talk to you. All good. That's, it <laughs> says a lot, though, people that are growing just through referrals. It really does say a lot. So that's incredible. Yeah. 
Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing all this with everyone. I know people are going to love this episode and I just, I really appreciate your time today. Well, thank you for having me on. It's been a lot of fun and I'm always excited to help people figure out their money so they can grow and live the life they want to live. Amazing. Okay. Everyone listening, have a great rest of your day and I will see you in next week's episode. Bye. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening. But before you go, if this helped you find clarity, feel motivated, or learn something new, can you do me a quick favor and go leave a five-star review on this podcast? It would mean the absolute world to me as this podcast is still really new and it would help other badasses just like you find this show. And that is the most amazing thing I could ever ask for. So thank you in advance for leaving that five-star review. Have a great week and I'll talk to you soon. Bye guys.